So you've made it out of the stone giant's cave into another part of this forest. It's not the same entry or exit that you entered the cave in. It w it's a totally different part. You can tell it's, I mean, it's obviously the same kind of trees, but it's a little less dense and you could swear that in the other entrance it was a little bit warmer um, mm. but now you're outside and Adele is still unconscious just out of interest who who of you carried her this way not me I did that's what I thought okay so so the dwarf carried an arrow yep okay cool that her works. feet were probably dragging on the ground <laughs> but I will remind I you I'm tall for a dwarf Hmm. It's very yeah, five foot one. Yep. I remember yep. that. The Shaquille O'Neal of dwarves. <laughs> Qu question. Yes. Um. So all right. So we're level six now. You said right. Yes. You have. And level. because of that, uh, you can add a favorite terrain for me as a ranger. Mm -hmm. So I picked forest. Now that we're in a forest. <laughs> um, yeah. What does this mean? What can I do now? Do I have superpowers? That that means you know your way around the forest. You will not. You will. It's way easier to navigate. You will not get lost. Oh, so not much difference. Your favorite terrain while you're in a forest. Uh, difficult terrain, such as like swamps and big rocks, stuff like that, doesn't cause us to slow down. We can get through it pretty quick with you as a guide. Cool. cool. Uh, we can't get lost except by magical means. Uh, if we're engaged with other activities while traveling, such as foraging, navigating, or tracking, we can always stay alert to danger. So while you're with us, we can't be surprised or ambushed. If you were traveling by yourself, you can move stealthily while at a normal pace. Oh, normally when you move stealthily, you go slower? Move at half speed, yeah, yeah. Got it. And um, when you forage, you find twice as much food. <sighs> Too bad we don't have to forage. Yeah. And while tracking other creatures, you also learn their exact numbers, their size, and how long ago they passed through the area. Oh, that's cool. Cool. So with that in mind, I'm going to be looking around, and I'm going to turn to Ahoy, and I'm going to ask you, huh, how far away did we travel? Like, How far are we away from where we came in? Is that something I can roll for to see how far we are from where we yep. entered? Roll a nature check or a survival check. I will do survival. Hold on. So that's a d20 plus 5, right? Mm -hmm. Cool. So I rolled a 22. You would say you're about two days worth of travel further north. Mm -hmm. So a lot colder, or maybe. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Not like 20 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> but like you, you can tell it's a little chillier, you know? So now the three of you are outside of this cave uh, with an unconscious Arakokra. What do you do? Well, look around. How, what time of day is it? Should we start getting ready to try and find somewhere to rest for the night? Or should we be trying to get far away from here? What time of day is it? It's like early afternoon. Okay. Well, I think first thing we should do is try to wake up the Arakokra so she, one, she can fulfill her promise and either lead us to the town or we'll have to go with her back to her mistress to find out about this whole uh, sibling rivalry that's going on. Can we tie her up first? I don't want to tie her up. One thing, she's got claws. She'll just cut through the rope, and rope is expensive. 
Is rope expensive? Well, it's expensive for me, okay? I'm poor. <laughs> okay, all right. I don't dress this Calm way down. because I want to. <laughs> <laughs> because Jester's, uh, Jester's outfit is super, super cheap. <laughs> hey, I made this myself. Making your own clothes is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you got the quality ingredients, I suppose, but I found my hat in a bush. <laughs> he actually has a hat that he found in a bush, just so you guys know, like a real one in real life. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's a nice hat. Yeah. It, it's fine. She calls it my trash hat, and I have to remind her every time I did not find it in the trash, I found it in a bush. Okay. So Bushes, my... the trash cans of nature. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I said. Um, so, yeah. So then Hedwig would say, so first of all, if you know how to tie someone up properly, they aren't going to easily be able to cut themselves out. But I will agree in this case, it's not terribly necessary because it's three on one if she decided to turn on us. All right. All right. I'll... I'm just going to take a couple steps back here. Okay. Is she con- is she alive? I mean, she took quite a beating. Like she could have a concussion. I can make a medicine check on her. Oh, so I rolled a ten. That's not very good. <laughs> it is not very good, especially since I have a plus seven. With a ten, you can definitely tell that she's still alive. You can see some bruises, um, and also uh, a little dried up trickle of blood running down from her skull or from her head rather. okay then i'll just place my head on her temple where the blood's coming from and i'll cast cure wounds some holy powers exactly so she now has nine hit points and that's enough to wake her up i was actually not sure whether you would tie her up that was one of the things that i was i was writing down okay Oh, Are damn you going to just talk to her? <laughs> Are you going to like interrogate her? Are you going to tie her up and interrogate her? <laughs> no need to interrogate. She already told us the truth as much as she could. So as far we as learned we learned a bit more. And so she wakes up. And she is like getting ready to, to fight. And then she looks around a little sheepishly and is like, oh, oh, what, what, what happened? We won? Kind of. We're alive. That's good. Did did we get the giant's name? No. Oh. Okay. Did not ask him his name. You're Very right. We you. didn't. Yeah, it was quite rude. Well, I mean, he was trying to kill us. So, so I guess I'll look at Adele and say, so, your lady sent you single-handedly to kill a stone giant, who's also her brother. Yes. And? Why didn't you tell us that? You said you didn't know. What does it matter whether they're related? I just am curious to why she essentially sent you to your, to your death. He just caught me off guard, she says, and ha- crosses her arms. You think you could single... The four of us wouldn't have been able to take him. I'm sure we would have... Oh, so, so he's still alive? Yeah, he, he yes. was very, very nice, and he let us leave. He even gave us a lift out. It was very nice of him. After he threw some more rocks at us, and uh, he, yeah, 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 he he nearly crushed Ahoy's head with a rock. But you know, to be fair, Ahoy did hit him with a pointy thing. Honestly, I don't care anymore. Just we, we held up our end of the bargain. Now it's your time to pay up. Take us to the nearest town. 
and uh, at that Adele just like uh, gestures around wildly. You didn't hold up your end of the bargain. Is there a restrained stone giant that we can take with us? I don't think, I don't see anyone. Well, we do have a message from him to be delivered to your sister. And if she is royalty, that means he's royalty too. It's so not you have now her sister, it's his sister. His sister, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have now a message from one royalty to another to deliver. And what's the message? We'll tell you when you get us to the next town. I was hoping you were going as a DM, I was hoping you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of give and take here. We did just save your life. That too. Okay, fine, fine, fine. I'll take you to the nearest village. Fantastic. Let me just like fly up to see where we are because I don't know this part of the forest. No, no, no. You're not flying anywhere. Stay with us. We're about two days north of where we entered. We know this already. She looks at you aghast. Excuse me. I am a proud Arakokra. Nobody tells me when to fly and when not to. I don't care. And she like has a very aggressive stance and like, you know, her eyes narrow and like a very aggressive uh, body body language. I throw my hands up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay. Let's all just relax. Someone's got a little fire lit under them there. It's a... Uh, I don't think she's going to run away, ahoy. Because, you know, we have something she needs. And uh, it would make sense to get an eagle-eye view of what's going on. Fine, fine. Do your flying thing. It's okay. Thing. It's okay, Adele. He's just jealous that he can't fly. I, like Loki, I didn't. Th I didn't think the the red man would be a person who would just like be between two parties and like help, like keep the <laughs> peace. I thought like if anything, he'd like stoke the, the fire. The red man has stuff he needs to do, and fighting in the middle of the woods between the two people, the ranger and the flyer, the two people who can get him out of here, is not going <laughs> to get. Otherwise, he's going to have to burn the whole forest down to get out of here. That sounds more like the red man. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. That's his backup plan. So, Ranger, do your stuff. Adele flies flies up for and is gone for like a minute or two, and then plops down and tells tells you, "Okay, I know the way to the nearest town. This way." And she leads you uh, through the forest. Ahoy because now you are very accustomed to being in this forest you can tell the way like the direction you're going it definitely looks like you know it's getting a little spar more sparse you can it's it, lo it looks like you're definitely making your way out of the forest slowly but steadily cool you know you're walking and walking and walking uh no owl bears this time so what 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 is the marching order i assume that uh you know, Adele's going first. I'll be behind Adele, you know, keep my eyes up. But after a while, I will get bored and start kicking things. Like, I'm going to find a nice rock and I'm going to start kicking it. I'm going to keep it with me and kick it along the entire path. And if I actually, if I lose, if I kick it too far and it gets lost, I'm going to be visibly upset and go around looking for it and then catch up to you guys when I find it or a better one. Spoken like a true kindergarten teacher. <laughs> <laughs> this is based on a true story. It is. <laughs> We were hiking in Nagasaki, and he and another friend spent the entire way down picking a rock. <laughs> Oopsie. 
<laughs> Millions of years of erosion couldn't do what we did. Nice. Okay, who who is after the Redman? I'll be in the rear with CD8 behind okay. me. Collecting rocks for the Redman when he loses his own rock. Mm-hmm. And I'll be giving you advice about how I feel about the rocks. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's a really good one. That's really cool. <laughs> I'm a dwarf. I know about rocks. You know, you, you are making your way out of the forest and into like a very small hamlet. You you come there. It's, it's not a big place. It's just, you know, a couple, maybe a dozen or so houses. It's a, it's a very, very rural area. Like there's nothing else as far as you can tell. It's just the forest and this hamlet. And as far as your eyes can see, there's nothing else. Huh. This kind of sucks. There isn't anywhere you know, bigger, like what a, you know, a bus, carriages, trains, some, something that could you know, transport us to a more city-like environment. Train? You know, you know it's those guys who like pull on a wagon. That does not exist <laughs> in this, huh. in this uh, timeline. Not yet, anyway. Maybe we can buy some horses here. Do you have any money, Mr. Poor Man? Uh, I've got a little bit, but I can also earn more with my show. I bet these rural bumpkins haven't seen a show in a long time, if ever. So you're you're making your way, you're, you're like on the edge of the of the hamlet. Where do you go from there? What building has the highest point on it? Uh, the inn. All right. Let's go to the inn. Because every place has an inn, obviously. Yeah. Uh, okay. You go into the, uh, you go to the inn. I stand outside, re- reticent to enter the inn. I kind of shove past her and rush inside like a giddy child. I yank on your hat. Wow, I'm thirsty. Still rude. Oh, is, is are her waiting outside? Oh yeah, there are conceivably horses parked outside, right? Parked. I don't sure. know what you used to call horses standing outside <laughs> when they're tied up. Yeah, w- w- one of the uh, one of the horses still has has their headlight on. <laughs> um, okay, so for those of you who made it inside, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You didn't answer my question. There are horses outside, right? Nope. There are no, no horses no outside. Horses. Oh. No horses. Boo. I'm just standing outside by myself, chilling with CD8. Yep, that's exactly what happens. I mean, it is it is getting it is it is getting dark, so you're probably gonna spend the night somewhere around here. In this inn, there are three people. Um, there is there is a half a male half elf uh, standing behind kind of the reception slash bar. And there are, and it is, it's not a big room, like the, the room you've walked into is not a big room. Six tables with a couple of chairs each. And there are actually only two patrons there. Uh, one halfling woman and one ha- half orc. Both of them are kind of minding their business. Uh, the halfling is kind of playing with a, with a loot. And the half orc is just drinking her drink. Just like a pint of beer. And the half-elf addresses you. Hail and well-met, strangers. What leads you to this place? Come in, come in. We are here through a series of misfortunate accidents. Where are we? That's how everybody gets here. Okay, and where is here, if I might ask? Uh, Oh, this this is Whitebrook. Whitebrook, okay. And how far away are you from Candlekeep? 
Never heard of it. Fantastic. Uh, where is the biggest populated city in this region, if I may ask, good sir? The only settlement that's in like that's significantly bigger than Whitebrook that I know of is uh, the Winter Palace. That's way up north. No, oh, is it ruined by a stone giant queen by chance? No, but by a uh, by a uh, frost giant king. Huh, huh. Okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. You got any beer? Yes, we ha- we have only beer. Well, that's fantastic. Ahoy! Are you drinking? I shout out to Ahoy. How many people are inside? Two. Three. Any humans? Nope. There's a half a human. Fine. I'll come inside. I enter and leave CD8 out front to watch, to stay to stand guard and not let anyone in. Three of your finest beers, my friend. Well, again, we only have the one, so I hope you like it. He pours you three pints and gives you... I refuse to drink it until the other two have drank it. <laughs> a set of precaution. I, I, down, I start downing my beer. <laughs> uh, do you intend to stay the night here? Oh God, yes. Seems like the safest option. All right. How many how many rooms do you want? We actually only have two available, so, but maybe you wanna, you know, I shouldn't be saying this because my boss would be furious. But maybe you wanna save some money by just having one room. So you are not the owner of this establishment? No, no. I'm just I'm just the attendant and the waiter and the assistant and the cleaner, and a lot of other things. How many people live in this uh, small community? I, by last count, it's 53. Okay. Cool. It's quite large. Is there anybody who has any worldly or magical knowledge in residence in this town? Worldly, maybe the halfling. You know, she's a musician, so she gets. I think she gets around a little bit. Hmm. So maybe you should ask her, but I can also fetch my boss and uh, she she sees all kinds of people coming here. So maybe she knows she can answer some of your questions. What do you got on the pot? Anything in the kitchen? I'm starving. Yeah, there's a big pot of stew there. Ooh, I'll have a couple bowls of that, please. Right away. Does anyone else like anything? No, thank you. I'll have a small cup. A big cup and a small cup of uh, stew coming right up, and I'll also fetch my boss. I take our stew and stuff, and we go find a nice seat by the fireplace. I'm going to go outside and bring CD8 in. Has Adele accompanied us inside? Yes, Adele has been coming with you, and everybody, please roll a perception check. I got a beautiful seven. No shame in that. 23. 24. Nice. I am very focused on my food. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, as the, as the red man is just like wolfing down some of the some of the stew, ahoy and Hedwig, you can you can you can perceive two things. There is a female gnome entering the room. The gnome eyes Adele quite suspiciously, and also you you see that the half orc uh, every once in a while steals a glance to look. At the halfling. Hmm. Oh, this is great stew. Yeah, so the half-elf has left the room just to make uh, make the rooms ready for you. 
I guess I would ask Adele, how far away is Scotty from here? Oh, quite far away. It took me six weeks to get here. You flew for six weeks to get here? Uh, every once in a while, I just, I walk just to, you know, do something different. What do you know about the Winter Palace? Uh, that's where Hymir lives. And is that another one of her siblings? Yes, how did you know? It's her, it's her favorite brother. Okay, so she's not trying to kill him. Why would she want to kill him? Why would she want to kill the other brother? I don't know. Okay, well, I don't know that. I'm wanting to go on a six-week journey to see this Scotty. And we were supposed to bring a stone giant? No, I was supposed to kill him. Yeah, but then we told you we weren't going to kill him and that we'd capture him. And you were like, okay. Yeah, because if you weren't going to kill him, like, what else? Like, I can't just not, I can't not not kill him, you know? Or like, at least not bring him to her. Well, that's what you're doing. No, I'm not doing that because you broke our... Uh... No, we didn't. No, we didn't. I disagree with this interpretation of the event events, but that's okay. You, Wait, you, 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 you think you're going to die for a stranger for a reason we had no idea. I don't know. Why <laughs> not? I was going to help you. I am helping you. You are very little help in your unconscious state. It's not my fault that he was he had stone camouflage, okay? Is Ahoy uh, outside with the CD8? No, Ahoy is sitting in there, getting more and more frustrated. His hands are shaking by his side as he reaches towards his bow, about to <laughs> get like this close, this close to actually shooting her, knowing that she's already close to death and can just get rid of her. The gnome snaps at you from from the bar. Hey, no fighting in here. We've had enough. Fi we've had enough violence in my in this week. So please, please. Don't shoot a guest. What happened this week? This is not the first air cocker this, this week that's coming to this place. Strange people. And bad blood is bad for business. Just yesterday, uh, she had her thugs throw one of my guest out, guests out. Just because he was a dragonborn. Bunch of racists. And at that, uh, Adele perks up and says, A dragonborn? What did they do in this land? Good question. Yes. So, um, from the favorite enemy thing, apparently I I get a language they speak. Okay. Do orcs speak a separate language, or do they speak human language? They speak language? orcish, yeah. Orcish. What is the human language that is... is common. Just common? Okay. Okay. Can I go and up? Of course, there? everybody speaks the human language. <laughs> Can I go up to the... I'm going to... I leave my party. I stand up in anger and walk over to the half-orc, sit down next to him and ask him in orcish. Orcish? To her. Her? Sorry. I ask her in orcish. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> That's also such a Rashad thing to do, honestly. <laughs> Can you can you please roll a charisma check? Just a straight up charisma roll. <laughs> Thirteen. That's that's okay. You're you're I don't know. You speak Orkish to her. She's like she did not see that coming, and she's like a little bit surprised. But it's it's a good kind of the good kind of surprise. She's like oh you know nothing. Just just enjoying my you know my evening after a hard day's labor. What brings you to this land? 
We're just passing through. Um, where do you work? Oh, just around here on uh, on the farms. Have you seen anyone interesting come through here lately? Yeah, there were like four people coming through here. Early, like they were uh, they were staying here for like two days, and I saw I saw them like twice in here. Yeah, and they they left just earlier today actually. It's so weird. I, this is the second this is the second Arakokra that I've that I've seen in two days, and I have never seen Arakokra before. Interesting. And this Arakokra wasn't with the other four people. Oh, she was. She was kind of the head of the of the group. Any More idea? stew, please. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the the gnome lady says, "Yeah, my my assistant's gonna get it for you in a second. I love your assistant. <laughs> and you like stew? Coincidence? I think not. The gnome actually says to Adele, "I don't care whether someone's in a dragonborn or an Arakokra." Uh, I've n seen neither of you guys in a long time. Where'd they go? Where'd they come from? Oh, she said something about like a diplomatic mission to the Winter Palace. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So they went, they went up north. Hmm. And Adele says, uh, may maybe we should, we should like try to follow them and like catch up. I mean, if sh if she's on a diplomatic mission from my my lady, uh, you know, we could we could join them. What well, makes you think she's related to your lady in any way? Because all of the Arakokra in this land serve the Great Mother. Ha uh ha! -huh. And the Great Mother is Scotty. Scotty. Scotty, the Great Mother. Okay. Okay. Scotty. Scotty's great. Hey, Mother. Okay. 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 Cool. 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 Hey, more beer, please. <laughs> the half elf comes back and gives you some more stew and some beer. <laughs> I love this place. Are there greater modes of transportation at the Winter Palace? I mean, it's kind of the center of this this region, the gnome says. You can get anywhere from there. I have no interest in this diplomatic mission, but perhaps going to the Winter Palace is our only option as well. And at that, the uh, halfling wanders over. Uh, she she kind of um, straps her loot to her back, ma makes a beeline for you, for your table, and says, "Oh, you're, you you want to go to the Winter Palace? Well, what brings you there?" Well, you pretty much heard everything we said. We're not being quiet. <laughs> yeah, but it's so polite to ask. Exactly. Oh, right, polite manners. Gotcha, gotcha, manners. Right, 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 right. We have no great interest in the Winter Palace. I. We were on our way to Candlekeep before we ended up here, and we're just trying to get find our way back there. And it seems like the Winter Palace is the best place to start from here. What's this place, Candlekeep? I've never heard of it. Ah, Candlekeep is a fantastic place. Also in the middle of nowhere, but it's basically a giant library, a giant place of study where you can find out anything that you want to know. <sighs> the, the gnome leaves... He's like, ah, oh, that doesn't and sound like a place that I would feel comfortable in. And well, the halfling is like, right on, right on. Not a lot of enthusiasm for libraries. Thing is, it's a library full of old, stuffy, bored people. And I'm going to bring them the show that they've never seen in their lives. I'm going to rake in the money. And, <laughs> and then the halfling perks up and is like, oh, 
You're an entertainer. I'm an entertainer. What are, what are you doing? Oh, a little bit of this. I do a quick backflip. A little bit Make of this. Make a dexterity check with advantage. <laughs> All right. Like an acrobatics check. All right. Acrobatics plus six. I got a total of 15. Yeah, you do a backflip. And then my backflip, I land down, and then my tail swings around into my pockets, pulls out a couple of little balls, which I begin juggling. And then a little flick of my finger. The balls are now on fire. Ooh, she is, she is very, very impressed and, like, applauds very enthusiastically. <laughs> and with a little bow, I, I bow. The balls disappear into my pocket. My pocket begins begins smoking, and then I have to, like, pat my pockets really quick to put the flames out. Meanwhile, back at the orc and uh, back at the orcish table, the uh, the half orc farmer asks, "Ahoy! I almost forgot the name. It's incredible. It's, a, it's such a good name. Why? How could I forget?" <laughs> she asks, "Ahoy!" So you you said you're passing through. Where whereabouts are you pass? Like where are you coming from and where are you going? There aren't many travelers in this in in this part of the world. I come from a place long gone, and I'm going where my journey takes me. But I have a question for you. Okay. Do you know of any... I say, and I start to whisper to her. I guess no one else can understand Orcish, but I whisper. Mm -hmm. Collections of humans in this town. You mean like a group or a family? Whatever you call. They tend to congregate in masses. The bloody things. The bloody beings. Are there any I can find in this town? I mean there are a few. I mean we have we have two human families, sure, but they've they're fine folk. You can never judge by their cover. There's always something hidden beneath the surface. She like eyes you over and is like listen. You might have some prejudice there. I understand. I have had... Don't tell me you understand. Look me in the eye and tell me where they are. She looks you in the eye and tells you in her growliest of voices, if you cause trouble in this village, you will have trouble with me and you will have trouble with this entire village. I will cause no trouble where there is no trouble to be caused. Then leave this place and its people alone. They haven't done anything to you. You can never know that. You've not seen what I've seen. You've not been through what I've been through. You can't imagine the horror. She sighs and looks at, looks at you again. With a little bit more compassion this time, her, her anger has kind of subsided. And it's like, I have, I have been hunted by people in my life and I have settled here and I have been welcomed in this community and so i i have had my fair share of hardships i understand that there are things in this world that make a person hate other people but i will i will tell you right now that everyone in this town is a good person and they do not deserve any trouble it is not hatred that i seek it is justice it sounds more like vengeance to me your feeble mind couldn't understand. You impure orc. I stand up angrily and walk out of the place, dragging or taking CD8 with me. Ooh. 
So you're outside? I'm outside and I'm beginning to scope the town for humans to find these two families. What is going on? <laughs> so so you guys see Ahoy leave. The halfling, as a response to your showmanship, mm-hmm. is also willing to present to you part of her art and play and sings you a song. Um, and she says, given what I couldn't help but overhear earlier, uh, this song might be of interest to you because there are other ways of passing on knowledge than old books and she starts playing her lute and singing a song and it's a very very beautiful song but it has I'm, i have not prepared a song make a history check yo Ooh, natural 20 from alex and i got 23 and a 23 wow so you both perfectly understand that and this song this song is about a conflict that has been plaguing this uh, part of the land for a long time but also a long time ago you know it went back and forth between dragons and giants and it culminated in a big battle between the two forces and resulted in the giants throwing the dragons out of this part, never to return. Ooh. Huh. And if the Arakakra are servants of the giants, I guess that makes sense why they don't like Dragonborn. Does it make sense? Well, it may not make sense, but it could be a reason why over the centuries this prejudice happened. If the Arakakra were servants of the giants in the war and the Dragonborn were servants of the dragons in the war, you know, all that old blood, all that old bitterness... Yeah, of course, but I, that doesn't mean it makes sense. Oh, it doesn't make sense. Stupid. Mid- midway through the song, by the way, the uh, half-orc has paid for her drinks and whispered something to the gnome and went outside with the half-elf. Meanwhile, outside, Ahoy is looking for some humans. Yeah, I'm curious I... about this. I guess stealthily look around town, scoping out the different homes, using CD8 to cover more ground to see if we can find the human dwellings. So as I said, there are, what did I say? Twelve houses, right? Yeah, and there's two families of, two families oh, of humans. Shoot. You said. Yep. So with each house, you need to make a a distinct stealth check. So do I just roll stealth check? Yes, there is a stealth skill. Okay. You need to roll for each house that you want to investigate. You, you have to roll a stealth check to be quiet and an investigation check to see whether you can find anything. It's nine. Well, just you're you're checking out the first house and house and you're trying to be stealthy, but I'm trying like I'm thinking about just like letting you uh, like step on a fork and it just slams you on your face. You're not as quiet as you think you are, and yeah, you're too angry. Yeah, you maybe you stormed off a little bit too loudly. You're still like the emotions are still with you, and so there is um, there are two people with pitchforks and one with a shovel outside. Are these humans or what are they? They are not. Oh, I'm not. Then I just say, apologies. I'm not looking for you. I'm not looking for trouble. Then just move Who on. Who are you looking for then? That's for me to know and you not to find out. 
You are in our village, so it is for us to know. Tell us, or we will make quick work of you. Whoa. How many are they? <laughs> <laughs> Three. Her parents and and their daughter. Adult daughter? Teenage, but... And she's got beefy arms. She looks like she's lifting cows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking for the the local human family. I was talking to an orc at the inn. She told me there's a couple here. I just wanted to um, see if I knew them. Why would you know them? We don't know you. We know everybody. The people who live here have been living here their entire life. They have not ventured outside of this village much. So why would they? how would they know you? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I've, I've traveled a bunch. Okay, so, so they, they are not convinced. They will not just let you pass through their village, possibly causing some trouble for their friends. I'm not looking for trouble. You're you're a person that they don't know looking for people and you know, they they perceive you as a danger. Okay. Uh I they ask you, are you staying in the inn? Yeah, we're staying in the inn for the night. Good. Why don't you go back there? You have no business in this village. All right, I go back in the direction of the inn. And the mother follows you. She tries to be stealthy about it, but you can see, you can tell. She is not an avent- adventurer, but she is like, she's keeping her distance, but you can tell she's following you. Just the mother? Just the mother. Oh, God damn it, Chris. Making my life so difficult right now. Um, That's my job. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Do you want me to make your life easier? No, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. I'm just debating whether or not to kill this woman. Um, it's a sure no, far no. way to get yourself murdered. <laughs> That's true. You, I think you'll probably get executed by the townspeople. I'm, I'm out of game. Uh, my character's not going to wander around, go on adventures with someone who's going to murder local <laughs> women. Um... I mean, while whilst Ahoy is still debating whether or not to kill this vo- uh, this woman, the half orc and the half elf uh, come from the direction of the inn, and they immediately find you, and ask ask Ahoy. So you've been going around causing trouble, have you? I haven't caused any trouble. I've just been walking around. Then why is Bertha uh, following you? I don't know. You ask her. Uh, and the half elf actually goes says yeah i think i think i'll do that and he goes over to bertha they have a little chit chat while the half orc is is eyeing you suspiciously are you still uh going to the inn towards the inn yeah i'm going back towards the inn going inside okay the half orc follows you that's fine with me <laughs> i still have cd8 doing my bis- doing the, my work for me Okay, and Ahoy comes back into the inn, and a few minutes later, the half-orc and the half-elf are also coming back. Where have you been? I say to the half-elf. I wanted more stew ages ago. (laughs) The half-elf looks at you, all the hospitality gone from his face. He says, your friend here has been causing trouble in this village. He's looking for humans. What? We've been here like an hour. I don't know what's gotten into your friend. I don't know what you guys are doing here. 
Well, I did just meet him yesterday. Ahoy, ahoy! Come over, have a beer. Let's talk this out, buddy. Let's just sit down in silence, looking at the fire. Continually nudge a thing of ale towards him. We can cut to CD8. And (laughs) (laughs) CD8 is making his rounds. And running through the fields. (laughs) Running through the fields. (laughs) And has he's having so much fun. <laughs> the first two uh, houses he he got to were not where the where the humans dwelled, but the third one is. However, he can see there are all already townspeople with torches and pitchforks and shovels and one with an axe, standing guard around this house. The townspeople have been very alarmed by your actions, and they will they will what not actions? take any wow, chances. Wow, I've done nothing. Okay, you're a stranger coming to their place, and you're saying you're look you want to check out the humans. Like that's that's suspicious. It's super sketchy. <laughs> it's super sketchy. Especially if the half orc lady does tell them that you're <laughs> creepy. Like that there are humans here. Show me where they live. Yeah. I want to fine, fine, be fine. nice to them. Yeah, all right. Uh, fine. CDA comes back. That's it. Nothing. I'll go with it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> okay, cool. And the, the best thing about this is that the right man and Hedrick know nothing about this. <laughs> <laughs> so they just know that you've apparently, like, this half-orc dislikes you or whatever, and the half-elf. I'm on my fourth beer by now. Can I make an <laughs> insight check? Sure. Or was that insight or would that what would that be? What's the best thing for that to kind of see like why is this person so upset? That would be insight, yeah. Okay. There we go. Ooh, another natural, natural 20. 20. Wow. 28 in total. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. So so first you kind of obviously it's fairly obvious to you that it has something to do with Ahoy and then you kind of hear the muffled voices of the half orc and the half elf mm-hmm. talking about Ahoy, uh, like possibly being a threat to the humans in this town, and that they have organized a watch for tonight. You can see the half elf going to the gnome, kind of nudging his boss aside. Uh, And when she returns, she tells you, It has come to my attention that you, or at least one of you, is also looking for trouble. What? What kind of trouble? Well, the the people, the lovely people living here feel. uh, somewhat uneasy about your presence and uh, so you can stay here for the night of course uh, but we bid you leave this place tomorrow that that was my plan anyway Uh, hey how about another beer sure and uh, the half elf brings you another beer I hope you I hope you have the redman has some money no he's got he's got a bit of money he's got enough for a, a cheap little Inn's beer and room for the night. <laughs> At what point do you want me to make a constitution check on my uh, my drunkenness? I was just gonna go uh, have you go to sleep now, but uh, you can make a constitution check if you want. Let's see. How drunk am I? So my constitution is. You got constitution. You're a sorcerer. No, wait, you're so a wizard. It, I'm a wizard, yeah. Constitu- I do have pretty okay con, though. Um, so is it a straight up con save or is it a saving throw? As I down my sixth beer. Let's first just have a constitu- base constitution check right. and see how you're doing. Nine plus three. Ooh. So, Twelve. 
Uh, <laughs> hey, trouble. That's a great name for a, a bad guy. <laughs> what are you looking for? I'm looking for trouble. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I gotta write this stuff down. <laughs> do you write this stuff down? I do. My writing is abysmal. Is it always that way, yeah, or is it just because you're drunk? You don't know. Find out when I'm sober. When the and the when the half elf gave you the um, the pint, he said, "That's the last round. Anyone else care f cares for a last drink?" No, thank you. Very well, and he he leaves you to it. And with that, your evening comes to an end. I don't know. Maybe maybe Hoy ventures outside, but if not, you can just go to bed and mm -hmm. have a rest. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna go ahead and rest. Yeah, I'm good. I pass out at the table. No, you you can. The half elf helps you, but please, please. What's your what's your um hit? Uh, what's your hit dice? D sixes. Okay, please roll a D six for me. Six. Ooh. Okay. Uh. Please, so you obviously it's a long rest. All everything resets, but you don't heal up fully. You you have a terrible headache when you mm -hmm. wake up the next day. Your your stomach is feeling. Oh, why do I have so much stew? Oh. <laughs> it's not the stew, I can tell you that. Um, and yeah, so you don't fully heal up. You have six hit points less than wow. your total. Right. Well, I didn't take any damage in the big fight, so I was actually fully healed already. But okay. I'll t I'll, I'm going to roleplay the hell out of this hangover, I'll tell you that much. The party wakes up to the beautiful sound of the red man vomiting into a bucket. Gross. And with that, <laughs> tune in next time to the uh, to the adventures of this uh, our adventuring group on Serially Hooked D and D. Uh, and if you've enjoyed listening to this and you want to help out the show, Alex, what can the people do to support it? You can give us a good rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if anybody wants to reach out, Adam, what's the best way to do that? Uh, check out the Serially Hooked website and uh, check out their contact details or, you know, teleport. <laughs>